Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Bulgaria. Truth clarification activities were launched in Bulgaria's fourth largest city, Burgas, on February 10th. Practitioners exposed the 24-year-long persecution of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. An information booth was set up in one of the major pedestrian zones linking the city to the sea. It was a bright, sunny day, and the streets were filled with people enjoying the break in the winter weather. Many people stopped to read the banners and were drawn to the booth. Practitioners distributed informative flyers and collected signatures on a petition to end the CCP's crimes against Falun Dafa. An Armenian gentleman chatted with a practitioner at length. He said, Wherever the Communist Party rules, there is trouble, repression, and persecution. It's not good for the people. Japan. A two-day cultural event took place in the Inazawa city, Aichi province, on February 18th. Hosted by the city's sports committee, it attracted participation from 50 groups. Among them were practitioners of Falun Dafa. The festival's goal was to provide an opportunity for groups operating in public facilities within the city to promote cultural and artistic values, as well as physical health. Falun Dafa practitioners demonstrated the exercises on stage and presented waist drum performances for the audience enjoying music composed by Falun Gong practitioners. Their performances won enthusiastic applause. Practitioners in Inazawa City teach the Falun Dafa exercises free of charge every first and third Friday of the month at the Osatanishi Community Center. They also teach the exercises every first and third Saturday of the month at the Inazawa Labor Welfare Center. California, USA. Falun Dafa practitioners took part in a street fair event in San Jose, celebrating both Vietnamese and Chinese New Years from February 16th through the 18th. The host of the event was very supportive and located their booth at a busy location near the entrance. Practitioners have been invited to participate in these festivities for years. Many local people have now heard about Falun Dafa and its ongoing suppression in China. During the three-day celebration, some practitioners demonstrated the exercises and others distributed information about Falun Dafa. Practitioners also shared about ways they have benefited from the practice. Maya said her sister-in-law told her about Falun Dafa four years ago. Maya read Juan Falun, the main teachings of Falun Dafa, and was immediately drawn to it. She said she used to have many questions about life, such as, Why did we come to this world? How was this world formed? How does the universe function? Maya said Falun Dafa provided answers for all her questions. India, 
The Republic de Laubag Flower Show was held from January 18th through the 28th at Bangalore's Laubag Botanical Gardens and attracted over 500,000 attendees. Fallendafa practitioners set up a booth that featured a flower display with a statue of a little girl doing the Fallendafa's fifth exercise, the seated meditation, as well as informative posters and pamphlets. Throughout the 11 days of the flower show, many visitors came to the practitioner's booth to learn the Fallendafa exercises. Many educators attended the flower show Two asked practitioners to teach the exercises to students at their schools. An attendee named Su Raju said she always wondered why people meditate. She stated, I'm interested in learning a spiritual meditation in depth. Practitioners taught her how to do the Falun Dafa exercises. She bought the books Falun Gong and Juan Falun so that she could continue practicing. She told practitioners that she would visit their group practice site and do the exercises with them. Romania. Falun Dafa practitioners raised awareness about CCP's ongoing persecution at a Roman Square event in Bucharest on February 3rd. They set up an information booth, displayed banners, demonstrated the Falun Dafa exercises, and distributed truth clarification materials and calendars with information about the spiritual practice. People of all ages stopped and chatted with practitioners. Six-year-old Ivana and her mother praised Falun Dafa's principles. Ivana said she wants to behave in a way that inspires other children. Four University of Bucharest students accepted truth clarification materials. They commended practitioners for persisting in telling people about the persecution and following Falun Dafa's principles. One of the students said, It is very hard to persist in these values in society nowadays. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance are not respected enough in society. Thank you for telling me about Falun Dafa. The following are selected cases of persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China. Miss Wang Guisha, an 80-year-old woman from Liaoning Province, is facing indictment for her faith in Falun Gong. Miss Wang was initially arrested in September 2022 after being reported for talking to people about Falun Gong at a local park. She was later released on bail. Earlier this month, a formal arrest warrant was issued against her and she was taken back into police custody. Miss Wong was previously arrested in August 2002 and sentenced to four years. She suffered various forms of abuse at the Liaoning Province Women's Prison. The guards often whipped her with slippers, kicked her on her private parts and breasts with leather shoes, pricked her in the chest with safety pens, and hit her on the hands with brooms. On a few occasions, they dunked her head in a basin filled with water. When she went on a hunger strike in protest, they force-fed her and kept her restrained in a bed without allowing her to use the toilet. In 2012, authorities raided Miss Wong's home. She was not home at the time of the raid, but was forced to live away from home to avoid being arrested.
A year later, she was arrested and forced to pay more than 10,000 yuan fine. Ms. Li Fangfang from Liaoning Province has been denied family visits since she was admitted to prison in November 2023 to serve a third jail term for her faith in Falun Gong. Ms. Li was the general manager of a McDonald's restaurant in northeast China. She took up Falun Gong in 2004 after witnessing how her mother regained health through the practice. She and her mother were both sentenced to three years in 2009 for their faith and brutally tortured in prison. In 2013, Ms. Lee was arrested and sentenced to seven and a half years in prison for trying to rescue a practitioner from detention. Her mother died while she was serving her second prison term. Ms. Lee was again arrested in August 2022 and sentenced to five and a half years with 10,000 yuan fine. Her family was notified that she had been admitted to Liaoning Province Women's Prison and put on strict management for refusing to renounce Falun Gong, and they were not able to visit her in prison. A married couple from Liaoning Province lost their appeal against wrongful convictions. Mr. Han Shiming and his wife, Ms. Du Qingshou, were arrested at their home in May 2023. Mr. Han was sentenced to one and a half years and fined 3,000 yuan. His wife was given three and a half years and fined 10,000 yuan. The couple filed appeals with the Chaoyang City Intermediate Court. Which declined to accept their defense statements and rejected their appeals without holding a hearing. Both Mr. Han and his wife had been arrested multiple times in the past for practicing Falun Gong. Mr. Han was given three forced labor terms in 2000, 2001, and 2007. His wife was given forced labor terms in 2000 and 2007, and a six year prison term in 2012. Because of the persecution, the couple lost their jobs and were destitute. The family of Ms. Sun Xujian recently learned that she was sent to the Liaoning Province Women's Prison to serve a three year term for practicing Falun Gong. The now 79 year old woman was arrested in July 2020 while talking to people about Falun Gong at a community fair. She was released on bail after seven days of detention. To avoid being prosecuted, Ms. Sun left home and stayed in a rental place. She was arrested two years later. The family confirmed recently that she had been admitted to Liaoning Province Women's Prison. Before taking up Falun Gong in 1997, Ms. Sun suffered from a variety of diseases. Including hepatitis, rheumatoid arthritis, and throat cancer. Her family spent a fortune on her medical treatment, but her condition did not improve. Shortly after she began to practice Falun Gong, she fully recovered and no longer needed medical treatment. In the early years of the persecution, Ms. Sun went to Beijing to appeal for the right to practice Falun Gong. She was arrested and sent home. She continued to raise awareness about the persecution throughout the next two decades, only to be arrested again and secretly sentenced to three years in prison 
in 2023. Introducing Falun Dafa at New Year's celebrations in Australia. The Vietnamese community in Perth held Chinese New Year festivities on February 16th and 17th. Falun Dafa practitioners demonstrated the exercises to the public for the event. They also presented waist drum and dragon dance performances, which garnered warm applause. The celebration was held in the Perth suburb of Girahin. Festival booths featured a variety of food offerings and activities for children. People dressed in ethnic clothing, singing and dancing, a fashion show, as well as dragon and lion dances took place. Fireworks at the end of the festival welcomed 2024, the Year of the Dragon. Australian Senator and Human Rights Advocate Dean Smith stopped at the Falun Dafa booth and expressed his support. Senator Smith has worked against the persecution of Falun Dafa by the CCP. He submitted the Migration Amendment Bill 2023 last year to the Senate. It aimed to combat organ tourism as well as related crimes and human rights issues through legislature and align with the stance of other Western countries. Falun Dafa practitioners were invited to participate in two Vietnamese New Year's celebrations in the city of Melbourne. One event took place at Footscray, a suburb of Melbourne, on February 17th and 18th. Footscray is a Vietnamese hub in the state of Victoria, and the event attracted thousands of people. The other celebration was held on February 4th in Richmond, also a Melbourne suburb. Both neighborhoods feature authentic Vietnamese culture and food. The weather was warm and sunny during the event at Footscray Park, and the Falun Dafa booth was noticed by many. Numerous people stopped to watch the practitioners' exercise demonstration, as well as their waist drum and Vietnamese dance performances. Medal of the Order of Australia recipient Tan Wen hosted the celebration at Footscray Park. He had heard about Falun Dafa previously and was aware of the CCP's persecution. He said, It's hard to imagine that practitioners are detained and tortured in China for their belief and are killed for their organs. He said the entire world needs to condemn these crimes and pay attention to the fact that communism is infiltrating Western societies. In Richmond, Vietnamese practitioners dressed in traditional costumes performed a dance titled Cheerful Pace during the celebration. It showcased the graceful beauty of Vietnamese women and was very popular. Former Deputy Mayor of Brimbank City Council and Coordinator of the Australian Vietnamese Women's Association, Kim Thien Trong, said she was pleased that Falun Dafa practitioners performed a traditional dance during the celebration.
She commended them for introducing traditional culture and said it made the event very special. Trong also thanked the practitioners for teaching the Falun Dafa exercises for free over the years. She said she's seen practitioners at various parks throughout Victoria and knows that practicing Falun Dafa not only improves one's health, but also helps people become patient and peaceful by following the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, which is why she considers Falun Dafa a great contribution to society. Falun Dafa practitioner My Fam was interviewed by the special broadcasting service SBS, a mainstream news media in Australia, on February 18th. She talked about her practice of Falun Dafa. Fam is the owner of a health care clinic. She said that as a practitioner, she applies the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance in her daily life and her business has thrived. She hopes more people will learn about Falun Dafa and benefit like she has, which in turn enriches communities. A retired mechanical technician named Brian said he likes to meditate and was immediately drawn to the Falun Dafa booth. He said he's noticed a Falun Dafa group practice site in Melbourne many times. He's also seen news reports about practitioners peacefully calling for an end to the persecution in China. He hopes that one day practitioners in China can freely practice their belief. Brian said, I'm very interested in learning Falun Dafa. The principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance are great. Shenyan Performing Arts 2024 Japanese Engagement Draws to an End Shenyan Performing Arts concluded its tour in Japan after a sold-out performance at the Fukuoka Sun Palace Hall in Fukuoka on February 16th. The company presented 42 performances in 12 major Japanese cities and special wards during its nearly two-month tour. Members of the audience were happy to talk about their experiences. Media personality and documentary writer Kiko Kawazo saw Shenyin at the Bunkyo Civic Hall in Tokyo on January 31st. She called it an extraordinary performance that exceeded her expectations. Ms. Kawazu is considered an expert in international affairs and Chinese issues and has authored over 20 books on Asia and international politics. Ms. Kawazu said, Communism promotes atheism. It advocates the law of the jungle pursues money and material enjoyment, and denies divinity. I believe humans live under the protection of the divine. She spoke about a part in the show portraying a great divine being coming to save good people during their time of need. She said, The scene presented was like at the end of the world, where good people were saved, conveying the idea of goodness reaps good rewards, giving hope to kind-hearted individuals about the future. Artist Miss Chen from China saw Shenyin in Tokyo on January 31st. Chen contrasted dance performances she saw in mainland China with what she just witnessed. She explained, Shenyin's pure kindness and pure beauty are another level. I finally understand what this purity means. This stage's lighting, including those color combinations, 
and the ones that reflect the very noble and compassionate feelings of the heavenly realm are completely different from the dances in mainland China. Chen shared, I hope Shen Yen can perform in China as soon as possible. Mainland China now lacks faith and is morally degenerated. If this traditional culture and faith can be picked up again, people will become kinder and the Chinese society will definitely be different. If everyone is a good person, the Communist Party will naturally die out. Executive Director of Kikawa Corporation, Miki Kikawa, saw Shen Yin at the Bunkyo Civic Hall in Tokyo on January 31st and relayed that the beauty of the performance brought tears to her eyes. She praised the musical performances. She said of the vocal performance, the lyrics made people feel the arrival of a new era. The concept of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance will truly guide humanity back, and this message is strongly conveyed. She added, I truly found healing in the music. Business consulting company director Mutsumi Nakanu saw Shen Yin in Sapporo on February 6th and offered, To reach the highest level of music and dance actually requires tempering of the heart. This process is like spiritual cultivation. Miss Nakano also thought that after the Industrial Revolution, even though human society became more developed on the surface, many precious things were lost. She said, Everything comes from the heart and comes down to the heart. I think Shen Yen is outstanding for being able to present this. Real estate company director Hadika Minam saw Shen Yen in Kamakuru on February 3rd. She is of Chinese descent and grew up in Japan. She said, Very excellent, very touching. I saw the meaning of kindness in it. The performance has left me with unforgettable memories. Company president Koichi Hara saw Shen Yin in Fukuoka on February 16th and shared, I am extremely awestruck and deeply touched. I feel that the Creator is to pick us up. I have a kind of feeling of being saved after watching Shen Yin. Really, I'm so lucky, I'm very happy. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.